quick disclaimer, I hope you don't take any offense to any of the words we're saying because it's just our opinions and we don't mean any harm. And please ignore our pronunciations and mistakes I we've made in this podcast. I hope you have fun and enjoy! Hello and welcome. This is Alex Taylor. And I'm Cara Moore. And you're listening to Alex and Cara's A Gen Z Convo. Since this is our very first episode, we are going to give you a brief introduction about ourselves. I am, as I said before, I'm Alex Taylor. I just love dogs so much. They are everything. Okay, I just love them so much. It's a little obsessive, but... You can literally go on about dogs for, like, hours and not be Well, other people will get more Yeah, not a good thing. I also love mystery books. All the mysteries. They're just comforting. Do you ever, like, get up in the middle of the night and just... Because you're, like, scared? Or does some... You think something's in the darkness? Is, is it just me? No. I mean, well, yes, that's just you. I was saying no, that we don't be like you do. I mean, you don't get scared? No, because I don't... I don't ever watch or do anything that would ever get myself scared. So no, self-preservation. And then I watch, and then I read mystery books, which calm me down. Yeah, that doesn't make me more scared. No, it calms me down. Yeah, I feel that might just be you. I don't, I don't know if that might just be you, but it's definitely not me. Okay. Anyways, that. Oh, if you have any suggestions for mystery books or literally anything you want to tell us about, then please please check out our website and put your messages there where we will read them yes and send us any kind of news little tablet articles that you want us to focus on someone told me to shut up <laughs> never mind on we go okay okay well yeah, we're, there's going to be a lot of distraction. Oh, this is because we're not in the same location, so I'm having her over FaceTime. And we still don't have, like, the right equipment to do this. And a lot of distractions. Yes. Same. And I am a nuisance to the world. Alright, so I'm the co-host, Cara Moore. And I also really love dogs, not as much as she does. Um, That's I, a good thing. I don't know anyone who could be with her love of dogs. Uh, we both have puppies. Actually, I don't have a puppy. My brother has a puppy. She has a really cute puppy. Um, my brother has a little baby golden retriever that he just got. He's absolutely adorable. Uh, I love reading books as well. Different kinds. I'm much, much more into um, romance. I'm a very big focus romantic. Uh, and of course, if you have any very, very good romance books, I am open to all. I feel like I'm also a really big fan of cliches. You can't mm. go wrong with a cliche. Riverdale. <laughs> There's nothing cliche about Riverdale. But I you love like, that. I was. I loved season season one and season two were good. Season three went a little 
You just oh, watched. Gosh. You rewatched it. Who rewatches Riverdale? I have nothing else to watch. So many other shows. So many. Okay. Well, yeah, next, next, next. Oh, another fun fact. We became friends because we're both invisible and socially awkward. No, no, no. We became friends. We became better friends because we were both invisible. But we became friends because by me asking her where she lived. You know, super normal questions. Not stalkers at all. But then we found out that we have the same um, apartment building above each other. Well, she was above me. We didn't have the same rooms, though. We didn't know. We didn't have the same rooms. And she got the bigger one. She gave me a backpack with that embroidered on it, and I took it. You still used that backpack. You just took out the uh, I took the embo- embroidery. It was in red, so it was really awful. I feel like I should have done your initials. Your initials would have been better. But I don't know what to do. But I really it. loved it. I loved the gift. It was very I loved cute. the like, sentiment behind it. It was a really thoughtful one. Slightly stalkerish, but very thoughtful. Okay. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Invisible story. Go. This is so embarrassing. No one wants to know this. But, um, we were on a school trip. It was like us and our other best friend. And we were all in the room. Our room was surprisingly really big. It was so um, cold. That's just you! Uh, or maybe it's me. Never, I, and then we um we were staying and we uh, were having pizza for dinner and our table was right next to um, our t- the teacher's table and they were calling um table by table up to get the pizza um and you know we we're like sitting there waiting we're like oh we're probably like being really annoying to be letting us go last so we're waiting we're waiting and then everyone's having their pizza we're sitting there just you know there and everyone's eating their pizza we don't have our pizza because we, like, they completely forgot about us, but we were sitting right next to the teacher's table, and so it took us, like, a solid 23 minutes before we could, like, just ask them, like, get up the first to, like, come up to them and be like, hey, can we have your pizza now? And by the time we got to the pizza, it was all cold, and it was, like, the leftover, like, cold Mushroom. Hawaiian. Yeah, but then all the toppings were, like, scraped off. Like, all the pieces of pizza, like, they didn't have that many toppings at all. Yeah. No pepperoni. And, uh, no pizza. Okay with that. Ugh, we didn't even have like I I wanted pepperoni. I didn't get that. Okay. Anyways, enough about ourselves. We're moving on to our topic. Not a topic of our rundown of our latest news, weekly news. Our five-minute rundown. Oh, by the way, we're gonna do this every single week, and we're gonna. Posts at Sunday, 8 p.m. Eight, no, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> okay. Kara, do you want to give our viewers yeah. a five-minute rundown? Let's start. So we're going to start with a protest crackdown in Cuba. Um, so there was a huge protest that was happening in Havana on July 11th down the dictatorship and we're not afraid was chanted during the protest. Um, officers are knocking down doors to the homes of the activists and protesters and many are still in the custody of the police. 
police officers from that time. There are a lot of people right now that are uh, afraid to leave their houses, um, and it's a little it's a little chaotic over there. But we're just hoping that everything is going okay. And um, next we have a sole survivor in a migrant city in the Atlantic. A woman was found in a really poor state as she clung to a middle of the Atlantic. She was found by a passing uh, merchant ship that was going through the area. She was the sole survivor of what was known as the Viper Tragedy and that claimed 52 lives. Oh, that's so many. Yeah, and there were like two bodies that were found oh. on the with her. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty horrible. It's so horrible. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Next we have the Earthquake. Um, during the Haiti earthquake, which reached up to 7.2 magnitude, uh, happened last Sunday, and over 2,000 were declared dead. That's a lot. And that's so many. Hundreds. There are still hundreds of thousands that are still missing and have no hope because it destroyed so many um, houses and homes, and even the government are struggling to find out how to rebuild everything. And and I. I heard that they couldn't get the help that they needed because of like the huge storm that came afterwards. Yeah, there were um, there wasn't a lot of um, uh, help that could come because of that, and also there were very like there were a lot of shortage on supplies because of COVID as well. Just yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah. All right. So next we have a PHP BHB um, fire. Forty-eight of their workers for sexual assault. I'm PHP. actually happy about that one. That one is something I'm happy about. Yeah, that one. This one is like, yeah. This is the sad because this does happen a lot, and a lot of times it's not reported. So that's that's it's like really horrible that a lot of people don't report it because they don't think they're gonna be believed. Uh, so BHP is a mining company, and over the past two years, it has reported it has had over seventy three reports for sexual assault cases and has fired 48 of its workers for sexual misconduct in the workplace. And included in the 73 reports, there were two of non-consensual sexual penetrations such as kissing and touching. And even with these 73 reports, there are still many that are under investigation. So there could be a lot more. Yeah. Um, just that. Something. Just, yeah. Thank God. Don't. No means no. Don't. No. Don't. Yeah. No means other no. Leave Smaller with only 250, but that is still like a yeah. lot. 
I understand their frustration because I'm in a lockdown too, but sometimes it gets very desperate. But it is something that is needed to do because Wait, of what? Uh, yeah, no, no, not not the protests, but the, the lockdowns. It's something oh, yeah. it's kind of frustrating everyone, but it's something that you're. It's it's like I mean I'm pretty frustrated as well, but we're like yeah, but we're like really sorry. That's just my sister. But we're really we are lucky because we do. Uh, have the resources that we need. Yeah. We hope everyone is okay and is doing well during in this current situation, whether it's in, in a lockdown or you're, you know, allowed to go out. Yes. We just hope okay. everyone is okay. Yeah, okay, so now we're going to move on to um, our main topic. Yeah, today, which Alice will take over for. Yes. Um, so the situation in Taliban is is so it's just dire. Um, as the Taliban t- took control of Kabul, I think this past week on the fifteenth, Afghans are fearing for their lives. They are trying to flee, and and it and it's getting really hard for them. I think. I've heard that people were trying to cling onto planes and they would just drop as the planes took off. Yeah. Any comments? Okay. Never mind. Okay, she is on mute right now. Uh Apparently, in early July, in the Ghazni province, the Taliban tortured and murdered men from the Hazara minority, according to human rights group Amnesty International. The human rights group reviewed photographic evidence as well as harrowing recounts of the witnesses. Villagers stated that they had escaped to the mountains when the fighting between the Taliban and the government grew closer. When some of the people returned to the village of Mindar, sorry for pronouncing it terribly, just wrong, um, to collect food, the Taliban who looted their homes were waiting for them. Some men who passed through the village on their way home to the hamlet were also killed. In total, six men were shot, some in the head, and three were tortured to death. It, it's horrible. It, it really shows their brutal nature and what the regime is going to be like after the US and UK finally withdraw their armies. This is pretty horrific. This, the whole Taliban is like something that like we learn a lot about, but it's still kind of hard to wrap your head around it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it would happen this quickly, to be honest. Like everyone else, I think. Amnesty's Secretary General Agnes Calamard said, The cold-blooded brutality of these killings is a reminder of Taliban's past record and a horrifying indicator of what Taliban rule may bring. These targeted killings are proof that ethnic and religious minorities remain at particular risk under Taliban rule in Afghanistan. Um, it's pretty... It's, yeah, it's pretty hard not to be at risk at all because... Know, being religious or being in the LGBTQ community that shouldn't make you any more of an outcast than it does the rest of us, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, 
Yeah. It's so frustrating, but well, that is happening in our world, anyways. Also, really sorry for pronouncing any of anything wrong because I am terrible at pronouncing. Also, mobile phone services have been cut in some Taliban-controlled areas, so many of the killings that may have happened are going unreported. And during their rule before, before. In the 90s, I think they were extremely brutal, depriving women, ethnic minorities, and the LGBTQ community of their rights. And I really hope I don't see that again. But I think we're gonna see a lot, a lot of that just, from what we've seen so far. Definitely, all over the world as well. Just really sad, especially with the well. Okay, not all over the world, but a, um, a lot of it is happening, and it's. It's frustrating to a lot of people, and it make and it's like they have the right to be frustrated. It's a horrible thing. Just treat everyone with respect and equality. Just equality for all. Um, although they made promises of not killing the people who worked with the Americans, and promised they would grant women their rights under Islamic rule, it seems the promises are not being kept. This can be seen in the threat assessment prepared by the UN. They made an assessment, which has said that the ruthless regime has been going door to door in search for people people who worked for NATO forces and the previous government. That is a lot. That is a lot. That's oh god. And furthermore, many women have already been fired from their jobs and are now scared to go out. I would be too. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. They have to be scared at all, but yeah. Um, Germany states that um, the extremely dangerous and access to the airport is often not possible, which I think is entirely true, as the Taliban surrounds the walls of the airport in Kabul, and many Kabul. So no flights at all, or is it? There's some flights, but it's hard to get in. I think. I can imagine that, but it's still. Yeah, and they're like fighting, and they're shooting their rifles into the air to scare them off and disperse the crowd. Uh, The Swiss government stated that the security situation had deteriorated significantly in the last few hours and postponed the chartered evacuation flight from Kabul. I mean, everyone agrees it's so dangerous. Yeah, it definitely is. And the U.S. are also fearing for attack by the Taliban. It might happen. Hopefully not. And the U.S. withdrawal rate... Bleh, sorry, I can't talk sometimes. U.S. has a withdrawal rate of August 31st and is unclear what would happen after the state. So, okay. And NATO... Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg said that several countries from the alliance have proposed that Kabul airport remain open for evacuations beyond 31st of August to allow them to get more people out. I really hope that happens because, I mean, at this rate, some fear not all citizens and the Afghans endangered will be evacuated as they have struggled to process these 
those queuing and step up the number of flights. During this time, the Taliban are planning to consolidate their control over Afghanistan, and Mullah Abdul Ghani Browna, the group's co-founder, has now arrived in Kabul and is set to join talks on establishing a new government. He is the most senior Taliban leader now in the country and is likely to become a leading figure in any Taliban-led government. A Taliban official told Reuters news agency that they hope to have a model for governing Afghanistan within, within the next few weeks. It'll, it will not be a democracy like in the West, but it will protect everyone's rights, he told the agency. I really hope they do because... I hope, that, I hope that's not another word you promised. Yeah, I, I feel like it is though from what we've seen so far. Yeah. Mr. Baradar signed an agreement with the U.S. in 2020 in which the U.S. agreed to withdraw all its forces from Afghanistan. And, and But we've seen some heartwarming uh, scenes as ch- uh, children were handed over the wall to American forces where they would be evacuated. I think that's really yeah. heartwarming. Hey, but then it's also heartbreaking for them to be away from their parents, which is probably and into like an arms of someone that is dressed like military but it is it is incredibly sweet and you know sometimes in like times when it's not so going so great you look you look at the things that you can't control the things that aren't so bad and it, yeah the whole thing is pretty horrific but there are times where it's super adorable like yeah i agree and yeah. and i heard that the flights are leaving half empty because no one can really get into the airport and the organization is not at its best yet. Yes, I can see that. And there are so many reports of the Taliban turning up at the homes of journalists or former government figures and questioning them and many fear it's um, only a matter of time before they target them violently and kill them, torture them, all the bad stuff. Back to the airport and Khalid, the former interpreter with a young boy, finally managed to make it to the holding compound. So, yeah, uh, it was on BBC News and I just found that and I found it so, so sweet and just so happy. But others are still struggling and and it's everyone is just so desperate to leave, but it's extremely hard. Yeah, it's very, it's very difficult to leave at this point, uh, especially with the COVID going on to everything. It's totally crazy. What do you think of the situation? I mean, I it's really hard to kind of for me to compensate that because it's it's so horrific, and I I'm, I'm very fortunate to never have to um, experience that. But I do. I'm not going to pretend to understand the situation they're in, but I am going to say that it is horrible, and everyone does have the right to um, equality um, their life and the things that they want to do and if they want to leave then they can leave and especially during all this I don't think anyone should have any rights to leave to keep anyone like this like shooting like um, shooting a gun into, um, into the air to scare people off is, is pretty horrific yeah um, I also hope the people without those visas and those um, who have worked for the forces who are not being 
evacuated. I really hope those people can be can leave in their own accord and they can you know actually leave the country because this is horrific and if they don't want to be under this regime they should be able to re- leave they have every they have every right yeah and i really hope everyone everyone that needs to be evacuated who are in imminent danger from the brutal regime gets to is evacuated and the planes are you know actually going to fly children as well they they need a chance to live a life they deserve as a child with a childhood that they are going to like remember for a long time i really hope we see some updates soon and we will give you an update next week we'll keep updated on this story because it's something that uh, should be kept on yeah okay to end with a fun note we saw the story it's, 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 it's not it's not as fun, but it's definitely a little bit lighter than what we had before. <laughs> Do you want to say it? Yeah, I'll, I'll say this one. So, there is um, this story that Alex has found um, where a soldier has faced um, jail over beating her fellow troops' hot cupcakes, which have cannabis in them. You never heard of, like, hot brownies? That's like a like a thing around like college parties. I don't know. So a Canadian soldier fed cannabis cupcakes to a fellow troops through a live firearm exercise. By the way, very dangerous to be high whilst um, having firearm. Yeah. Yeah. And now can be sentenced to five years in prison. So bombarder Chelsea Coxwell was found guilty of administering a noxious, a noxious thing to eight soldiers as well as behaving in a disgraceful manner. So, soldiers have been described feeling drunk and confused while handling their weapons after eating the cupcakes in 2018. So, this was like three years ago? Yeah. Um, I'm taking over. This crime, this was before the cannabis was banned in Canada. So, it was like three months before that. Uh, No, it was before it was banned. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah. She said that the prosecutors had proved beyond a reasonable doubt that the affected soldiers had eaten cannabis from the cupcakes, which the bombardier knowingly gave them. This was said by the military judge, Commander Sandra Sukstar, on Wednesday. This bizarre case is um, happened at the combat training center at CFB Gagetown in the province of New Brunswick. <laughs> oh my god. It seems yeah. unreal, really. I mean, it's it, it kind of like the first time you told me about this, I was like pretty like, shocked. And like, during firearm exercise, that, that's what kills me the most. Really? Why <laughs> can you do that at like some like welcome party? No, but I can really imagine them like hot. <laughs> like, I can't. I can. I've never seen anyone hot. Of this and well, firearm exercise. No one was hurt. Yeah, it's true, but it's still a firearm exercise. Yeah. 
Well, that is the end of our segment today. We really hope you enjoyed this. And we'll see you soon. Yeah. Goodbye for now. It's Alex and And before you leave, you can learn more about about this online and to show your support, email the White House, urge the president to protect at-risk Afghans, donate to Women for Afghan Fund, International Rescue Committee, or the IRC, donate airline miles, miles for migrants, and familiarize yourself with the Malala Fund. You can visit our website for these links. Always yours, Alex and Kara. Thank you.